Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Great to be with you today. Uh, today's podcast is just going to be some final thoughts on the joint practices, and then, but primarily, what are we looking for tomorrow? What are we looking for when the Raiders invade SoFi um, to take on the Rams for the second preseason game? We got a lot of ground to cover. A lot of real estate to get over, so let's just get right into it, if you don't mind. Um, I, I've said this a few times, but I don't know that I have said it loud enough. Um, and, and in pondering and going over um, my thoughts of the week, I think one thing that is so impressive to me is Devontae, Jacoby, and Hunter. Um, these guys have just looked dynamic not a one of them has had a bad um uh, preseason in fact I, I had a few people and they weren't being jerks about it just say hey you know what what has not been good and uh, I'm going to get into some of that today but um those three receivers have just been dynamite I mean Hunter Renfro just unstoppable and I uh, when you've got the Josh McDaniel system, which loves to attack that seven to 25 yard bubble. And you've got those kind of receivers. I mean, Devante last year made a big living on long passes, but if you go back and look at him with Aaron Rodgers, that was not the case. It was yak yards after the catch. And so um, I, I just think it bodes well. And a, a couple of things that I, I will tell you, um, that I, I think are going to be very fascinating with the Raiders is let's be honest. I've told you all along, I expect Josh Jacobs to be back for week one. That doesn't, hasn't changed. I still believe that. Um, and I think it's fascinating when you throw Josh into this mix, um, when you throw in this offensive line in the mix, when you get Mayer back, the tight end, um, just all the weapons, all the weapons and and but here is the thing you want to remember the raiders offense wasn't the issue last year now it, the issue on offense was um situational meaning you know passing um 
the ball was just held too long last year. And so, you know, you saw that where it made the def- the offensive line look terrible in pass protection. Um, I don't think they were the best pass protecting line in, in the, in the world last year, but I thought they were adequate and did okay. And I think the offensive numbers prove that I think having quarterbacks are going to get the ball out of their hand quicker this year is going to make them a bit better. And I think they are personally better, but um, I think that's a big deal, but the issues on this team were defense. We're going, we're going to get to that again here coming up in a little bit, but I just thought offensively Dorsett though, I told you has looked great. Um, obviously after day one, we didn't see him on day two, but I just think there was a lot of things on this team um, offensively that looked really good. And I, I wanted to make sure that especially those wide receivers um, that you're, you're hearing what I'm seeing. So let's talk about some players for a minute. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, uh, we wrote a story today. If you didn't go see it, make sure you go check it out. But Aiden O'Connell was the number one rookie quarterback in the NFL in week one. Um, that should not surprise people. I would challenge you again, if you did not do it, to go back and look at my videos um, from the Raiders headquarters during the draft. Each night after the draft, I, I shot a podcast. And um, the... Uh, Aiden O'Connell was a guy that had he come out as a junior from Purdue, many people had him projected as a first rounder, including the Raiders leadership. And then year two, they were able to snag him in in the mid rounds. I mean, after his senior year, um, he has just performed so well. Now still holds the ball a little long uh, in times. And we saw that out here in California, he still did very well. But, you know, and what was some negatives? He just he still holds the ball a little bit too long. He's got to get that ball out quicker. He does, but there are times when maybe the offensive line gives him a little bit of extra time. He holds it too long. Now, he's talked about it, so it's not a secret. <clears throat> but he in the Josh McDaniel system, one, two, three, throw. And you notice those one, two, threes aren't one Mississippi, two Mississippi. So it's not even three seconds. It's one, two, three out. So that's a little something that's going to have to be continually worked on. So I, I want to see Aiden play two and a half quarters again. You know, keep him in, uh, you know, maybe even three. I don't know about that because you're playing with some guys. Yeah, three would be the most. All three is what I would max that I would want to see. But you got to get Aiden more reps. He's got to get them. He he looked too good, and he's got to get those reps. And I think that um, um, he's going to play a long time. I don't want to see Horror. I don't want to see Garoppolo. Don't care. Don't don't put him anywhere near the field. I don't want to see Colton Miller. You know, obviously, uh, you know anybody whose job is secure, where there isn't a competition, they should not be playing. Period. Don't put them on the field. I mean, you want to do you want to dress them and do warm-ups? Great. Nothing else. Just keep them off. You don't need them. You've got four big joint practices under your belt. <clears throat> no risks. No risks. And and I that, that's what I think. But Aiden O'Connell, I, I want to see a lot from him. He's not going to win the starting job. He's not going to win the backup right now. Brian Hoyer, I've told you, has looked tremendous. So has Jimmy. But what he can do is he's, you're going to get more film. So as you work with him through the season, now as the season goes on, one thing that I'm hoping the Raiders do in the past, you know, they would get leads 
and you're always like, okay, here comes the other team. I'm going to say this to you because I I grew up in Michigan, covered the Lions, as some of you know. Um, And there is always a mentality when you are a Lions person and you grew up in Michigan, when they would get a lead is the conversation would always turn to, okay, how are they going to lose it? Is it going to be interceptions? Is the defense going to collapse? There was an expectation of losing. Now, the funny thing is, is that, Championship franchises have an expectation of winning. You just expect them to come back. You don't know how, you don't know where, you just you just expect it. Um, I'm going to give you an analogy, and I know, you know most of my, the vast majority of my listeners are not Michigan State fans, but Michigan State basketball, Tom Izzo, every year gets his team into the NCAA tournament. And invariably, every single year, and you watch, it will happen this year, the national pundits, you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach, but it's over now. Tom Izzo's team, they're struggling. He's not going to get in the tournament. And guess what? He always does. It's just an expectation of that program. They're going to find a way to win big games. Down the road, they're going to get in the tournament. And when they do, they make hay. Same principle. You know, you, you expect. You expect it. I'll be very critical of myself. A couple of years ago, um, the you know the 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 Chiefs lose uh, Tyreek Hill. They lose last year. They lose another guy. I thought those losses were going to take a very good Chiefs team, but hinder it enough that they wouldn't be a Super Bowl contender. Okay, now I knew better because there are just certain franchises you expect to win. Now, I don't think they were at that level with me. I knew they were very good, and I said so. I said, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. But, you know, there's an expectation now, especially after last year. I think they're getting a lot of hype this year because people now just expect them. I mean, you lose a lot of players, which they did last year, and still win a Super Bowl. I mean, that, that they've earned that right. I know this is going to get me a bunch of hate because I'm, I'm, I'm saying good things about the Chiefs, but it's a point of expectation. Now, the re- where I'm going with this is very simple, is that I the Raiders you saw this week after day one when they weren't as sharp as they had been in week three uh, come out with a expectation. And they brought the energy even bigger on day two. And so to build a winning franchise, you've got to develop a culture of standards. This is what we expect from us. We're not playing down to anybody. We're not playing up to anybody. They've got to come play with us. And I I remember as a boy and watching the Raiders and they were always, now I grew up in the Midwest, so they were, but they were almost seemed like they were always on Monday night football. And so they would, you you just expected them to play tough. It was just their nature. You knew somebody was going to get punched. Somebody was going to do this or that. Um, I remember Matt Millen telling me this story one time that he gets to the Raiders. And they tell him, now, listen, there are two rules. And they're right on the wall. I mean, he goes, they weren't even hiding it. Number one is is do whatever you got to do. And they didn't care if you cheated. And number two was never forget rule number one. And where am I going with this? For years, you expected the Raiders to get stupid penalties. 
Um, I mean, these last four years I've been covering how many illegal starts, I mean, false starts, how many just dumb, unforced penalties. Okay, one thing, and I don't think I've talked about this enough, but I wanted to see it, is you're not seeing that from this team last year. There was a lot. Matter of fact, Matt Millen and I were talking on the sidelines about the discipline of this team. You know, there was a couple times fights could have broke out, and 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 you just saw discipline. The Raiders haven't been getting stupid penalties. There's an expectation. I want to see that continued because if you're going to be a championship team. You've got to have expectations of excellence, but you also have to have expectations of, hey, this is the modern NFL. There is no team in the NFL good enough to beat the other team and themselves. I don't even think the Chiefs are that good. I don't don't think the Eagles are that good. I don't think Buffalo is that good. There is is so much parity right now that you can't afford to have to go beat the other team and beat yourself. So with Aiden O'Connell... I just want to see him come in, play at the most three quarters, but hopefully two and a half. I just want to see him continue to build off it, continue to stick to his standard. He is Mr. Cool. Uh, Talking to him in the locker room. By the way, I'm going to put the locker room video from last week up tomorrow morning, as well as I'm going to be putting up a lot of video, um, practice video and stuff. But I, I want to see him continue. I want to see the Raiders continue to avoid stupid penalties. I want to see that that standard, that lack of, I mean, that that consistent discipline. That's what the Raiders need to do to continue to build. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Zamir. I love his style, his attacking style, but I want to see him in the passing game. Dear Lord, I want to see him. Okay, listen, we know what they're going to get from Amir Abdullah. You want to put him back there to do punts? Great. I don't care. I wouldn't, but you want to? Great. You know, there's no need to see a bold and there's no need to see an Amir Abdullah. I want to see sincere McCormick and Zamir White, and that's it. Nobody else. Nada. Nothing. Zamir and sincere at the running back. That's it. I just want to see that. Please, no one else. Because if you put anyone else in there, why? Okay. You're not going – whoever else would go in there, you're just not going to – I don't want to see it. You say, well, what about a couple of the uh, guys that they signed, you know, because of Josh? Well, again, the full expectation is Josh is going to be here for week one. And so if you want to put one of those guys in because they're maybe competing with a Bolden or whatever, okay, I get that. But right now you need to see everything you're going to get from Zamir. Remember last year they played Josh so much in the Jacksonville game? Okay. They need Zamir needs those reps. He needs them on third down, second down. If you're watching, really watch that. Please, I beg you. I'm going to be really watching that close. I, I want to see more from Zamir. I don't think he's had a bad camp. But a year two with Josh Jacobs is out. I don't think it's been good enough. Uh I'll go a step farther. I know it's not been good enough. And I like the kid. This isn't a slam on his character. It's a good kid. Great kid. But I want to see more. You know what? I've told you a story before. The old cowboy, Roy, Roy Rogers, used to say the best thing for a young horse is a wet saddle blanket, meaning you're just riding him so much that, you know, he's sweating in his saddle blanket is soaking wet. 
Okay, the best thing for a young running back is reps. Get them reps. Just let them get in there. Do your thing. Show us something. I know he can do it. I have zero faith. I have zero lack of faith in Zamir White. But I've been disappointed with his camp. I think there's more in his tank. Dad Gummit, it's time to get it out of the tank. Let's go. Let's ride. Come on. Get Z get Zeus the ball. Ride Zeus a little bit. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't want him to pass. And it's not just give the ball to Zeus 60 times, but I want to see him and more out of him. Be watching him close. I hope that you are too. Uh, next, I want to talk about McClendon Curtis and uh, Dalton Wagner. These are two UDFAs. I remember Monday, uh, I'm going to have my new projected 53-man roster. You know coming into camp, I projected McClendon. We're going to find out what I think about Dalton on Monday. Um, I want to see those guys get a ton of reps. All right. I understand that there's a battle between Thayer and Jermaine, but you can't afford either one of them to get injured. Parker's on injured reserve. So I just want you to put Illuminor and, and Thayer and bubble wrap. Okay. I don't want to see a Colton Miller and, and we're not, I'm not saying we are. Okay. Uh, Greg Van Roten and Alex Bars. Okay. There's a battle there. Make sure you tune in Monday for my 53-man roster update. I think they're both going to make the roster. I'm not saying that, but I'm going to talk about my depth chart as well. Um, I, I think that Van Roten has played extremely well. I think they want Bars to keep the job. He's younger. and uh, But it's been interesting because I think Van Roten has just, has just played exactly what I thought he is. He's the absolute real deal. And, okay, so I don't want to see him and Alex. You say, well, but what if there's a battle? I don't think it's a battle anymore. I think they want bars to have it. Um, and But the point is, you know those two are going to make it. All right. I know at some point you, you don't carry as many offensive linemen, so somebody's going to have to play a little. But I just don't want to see a lot of it. I just don't. I, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see Thayer and Jermaine. Why? Because if one of them gets injured, then you know there's no battle and there's no backup with Parker. Dalton Wagner needs reps. McClendon Curtis needs reps. Say it with me at home, kids. Needs reps. Muti needs reps. I just want to see some guys get a ton of reps. And 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 just go out there, do your thing. And that's I'm going to be watching that super close. Um, next, I want to talk about uh, Amik Robertson. Now, y'all know I really like this kid. I, I've said it since they picked him. Um, is he at times, does his technique struggle a little bit? Yep, it does. But he gets ball, gets the ball, his hands on the ball. He gets interceptions. He makes plays. He listens. Kid's a great kid. Absolutely terrific kid. Now I know we're not hiring Sunday school teachers here. We're looking for football players, but he makes plays. And, and yes, he does struggle with sometimes with techniques or being out of position. But I want to see a lot from him. I want to see a ton of Jacorian Bennett. You say, well, I, th I thought you didn't want to see starters. Yep. I want to see a ton of Jacorian Bennett. I think he is a starter, but he needs reps bad. And he just sometimes with some of your your your, your rookies, you just got to get them out there because that wet saddle blanket uh, analogy, they just need reps. And, yep, you're taking a risk of injury. Totally agree. But there's a bunch of – corners on this team 
And Jacorian Bennett needs reps. Get him reps. And same with Amit. Just get these guys reps. Let them go out there. Let them show you what they can do. Let them go out there and fight, scratch, claw. I'm looking at this closely. Uh, another guy that I want to see is Chris Smith. Now, I have said to you, since the night they picked him, this guy could very easily be the end up when this class is all done playing the steal of this class. He's that good. He's super smart. Okay, but I don't want Marcus Epps or Marcus Peters on the field. I want to see Chris Smith. I want to see him, what he's learned from Marcus Epps. And and I I, I really like this kid. I like his character. I like him as a person. And I like him as a player. I know what their long-term future plans are for him, but he needs these reps. And uh, that's a guy I'm going to be watching for really, really close. Here's another one. Uh, Nesta Jade Silvera. He's had a really good camp. And that's a guy, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to play. You know, I don't expect Byron Young to play. But you don't need to play John Jenkins. You don't need to play Bilal Nichols. Please, please bench them. If I see them on the field, I'm going to be like, oh, dear Lord, Excedrin headache number 4,512. <laughs> um, I don't need to see those guys. Just put those young dogs, those young pups in there and let them become dogs. Just get out there and get reps. And they've all played well. But they all need reps. And, and remember, it was the defense that kept this team from being something last year. And so you got to get these young dogs reps. And, and when you've got a Bilal and a John Jenkins, there's no need to play anyone else. Please don't. You, know, you don't need to play Jerry Tillery. Because here's the whole deal. Depending on how many tackles they keep, do they keep five? Do they keep six? Do they keep seven? Man, I don't see them going to seven. And so you got Tillery, Bullall, and Jenkins, who should all make the team. Okay, then you got Nesta, and you got Byron Young, Farrell, and Butler. Okay, there's seven. So if they don't keep seven, and one's going to get cut, and if they don't keep six and they keep five, two going to get cut. I'm just saying, give the young pups a chance to become dogs. And how do you do it? Reps. And it's a deep enough position. You don't want anybody to get injured, but if somebody does, you can be like, well, okay, we got depth. That's one of the advantages of having depth is you can really let guys battle it out. And you're not worried about injury. Okay. Next. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to watch Cole Fotheringham. Don't forget Monday's 53-man roster update podcast. Boy, I think you're going to like it. Uh, this guy has a chance. I want to see his performance. But, man, I've seen a lot from him in camp so far. Um, I think he is pushing for that third tight end spot. And to be the third tight end, you not only have to be an effective tight end, you have to be a, a weapon in special teams. You just have to be. I mean, it's just the reality of the of the third tight end. If you're not a special teams guy, you're not making the team. And, and he has made some really big special teams plays. So I want Cole Fotheringham. 
I obviously don't expect Mayer to play. Matter of fact, I'd be stunned if he did. Um, but so I don't expect it. And uh, okay, and you're you know Austin Hooper. You know what you're getting from him. He doesn't need to see the field. Please, don't put him in there. Please, Bueller, Bueller, please, just get in there. Let Fotheringham, let some of these other tight ends go at it. Let him just go. You know, let Horstead go at it. Uh, name of the other guy slipping me, but it's. Not because he's bad. I'm just because it slipped me. I apologize. It's so disrespectful, and I don't mean it. But I, I just let the pups become dogs. That is the motto of this preseason game to me. Let the pups become dogs. That's it. Just go play. All right? There you go, boys. Have at it. Let the pups become dogs. Now, no, no, no need to say anything else. Now, I, I, I want to get into uh, a, another other thing that I'm going to be watching for. I mentioned the big thing for me was consistency. Are they all playing at a certain level? Number two was I wanted to see the continuing um, lack of shooting themselves in the foot. And number three is let's watch the young pups become dogs. So let them get there. And I think these are three things. Now, when I came down here or, or when before we came down here and I talked about what to expect in, in from this trip, I mentioned to you consistency. Now, I'm about to say something that you're probably going to, you know, say, well, how can you say consistency and say that? We're going to see a lot of weird um personnel groupings on the field because you're letting pups become dogs. And so what I really is important to me is, you know, I want to see Aiden, you know, go down and, and, and get some drives in and score. I'm not saying I don't, but what if Aiden's getting reps and the Rams have some ones and twos on the field and he's running some reps with threes and maybe they don't score as much. Cause when you have some threes on the field, you're going to have some guys that aren't making the team. So the score is not as important to me um, at the end of the day if analytically you – so, for example, yesterday's podcast, they talk about two overthrows that Jimmy had. One, he's looking right where the read is supposed to go. His receiver gets held. And so when he goes over to the left, he throws a long pass. Well, he didn't know that the guy had been held. And again, he threw the ball to a spot. It's not making excuses for Jimmy. That's the reality. It's just the reality of the situation. And so when you, uh, you know, that was being analytical. Remember the other one, he delivered the ball in a place where it was not going to be intercepted and either his receiver is going to get it or nobody going to get it. And, and so even though they were two overthrows, they were ones that analytically you could fully understand. So the score to me, do I do I think the Raiders need to win? Yeah, I think they need to. But if analytically you're letting your young pups become dogs and maybe they're not as effective with twos and threes and a couple of cases fours going against ones and twos, to me that's justifiable. 
Now you may say, nope, the only justification is just win, baby. Okay, I agree. In the regular season. We're not there. And so, again, if I analytically see that, you know, maybe the Raiders aren't scoring as many points or whatever, um, but I understand analytically who they were facing, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So uh, you, do, you want to see a win? Of course you do. But if analytically they're letting young pups become dogs, I think as a Raider fan, you'd have to be excited about that. I think you'd have to come away with, okay, good. You know what? Uh, Aiden's our third string. He went against, you know, most of the first and second string Rams defense. And, you know, he, he did X, Y, and Z. Okay. I can live with that. So again, it's not just the score. It's analytically. Now I'm saying this purely as an analyst, not as a fan. If I'm the Raiders and my choice is play the young pups and let them become dogs or lose I mean, excuse me, or win playing guys that that whose job's already set and risking injury, this is a no-brainer. It's preseason. Preseason. So I think that's the way you need to look at it. So I really encourage you to, when you watch these games, now I understand, you know what, you got a few pops and, you know, you got some chips and dip and maybe order a couple of pizzas or or whatever. And maybe you get your wife, my wife's Czechoslovakian, to make some pierogies. Whatever you do. And, you know, you're sitting there with your buddies and your friends and you're having fun. I get all that. That's fun. That's what football is. But if you're a, a big time wondering what to analyze, watch those analytics. And, uh, excuse me, analytics is usually about numbers. But, but analyze who are they going against. If I've got Aiden O'Connell and he's got, uh, you know, uh, a Dalton Wagner and a McClendon Curtis, a Muti, you know, he's got some guy, Heron, you know, he's got uh, some offensive line guys in there and he's going against some ones and some twos and they're maybe not as effective. I'm good with that. It's all good. And uh, so I just think that's why it's really important to not just look at the score and not just have the game on, but if, or see some pierogies, have some pops, eat some queso and chips, talk with your buddies, and then just tune into the podcast. Because I could just tell you, hey, let's have a conversation between friends. <laughs> so, but but anyways, that that is the analyzation that I'm looking for. It's what I want to see. I don't want to see anything stupid. I want to see consistency. And I want to see young pups become dogs. Man, I sure hope that's helpful for you. And I know that there's some other guys that I haven't mentioned. And I get that and I fully understand it. But but you go through a roster. You know exactly who I'm talking about. But I don't want to see guys whose jobs are secure or at least roster spots get any more. Just this is a time now the Raiders don't need injuries. Now, again, there are some positions that you can afford an injury because you have depth, like a defensive tackle. But you're not obviously wanting it, but just go out and let guys compete. And to me, the level of competition is going to be the story of the game tomorrow night at SoFi. So I appreciate you. I'm really, really grateful for it. We'll have another podcast for you tomorrow, a little bit different taste. I think you're going to like it. And uh, going to have a lot of video up for you tomorrow. 
practice highlights, uh, some more video from inside the locker room last week after the game, but got a lot going on. We sure appreciate you and we're grateful for you. So for all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, I'm Hondo Carpenter telling you I hope you have a great day and we'll see you all soon. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.